This is Designed to Change, Backstage Conversations. Well, Bob, that was, um, that was a treat to hang out on stage with you. How do you feel right now? I feel great. That was a lot. Of, that, I thoroughly enjoyed that. That was a great <laughs> conversation. Excellent. I think um, we have to let the imagination work work for its lunch, right? So especially when you're doing just audio, uh, I mean, we're looking at each other and we can almost see into the whites of each other's eyes. But I think the audio is a really powerful mechanism. How, yeah. how have you been using that in your in your space? Well, you know, it's funny you say say that it's um we do a show with my boss, uh, Chris Capicella does a show called MCB Radio. Uh, the marketing and consumer business is what MCB stands for. Um, and he does this monthly podcast um, that's kind of done like a radio show. And it's like a radio talk program. And um, we kind of same kind of things you do, right? That, that great transition. So we try to make it very audio, you know, oriented, very radio listening oriented. And th in this particular case, it's all about diversity and inclusion. And so he, he, each month he has a guest employee talking about some particular aspect. And it's been remarkable kind of what people have been willing to share. Mm -hmm. But again, it's kind of that magic of radio where you have the cloak of no one sees you and it's just your voice and you can kind of do that. And then we do kind of, we use a combination of chat uh, Yammer as a tool, as well as voice. So mm -hmm. people can kind of call in with questions at the end of it and stuff. And it's, it's been a, it's been a huge hit. And, um, and I think that's, it's interesting in such, again, in such a technology driven company that something like that would be very successful, but it really has been. Yeah. I think, uh, the magic of elimination, like taking away maybe something from what you expect to be full range, yeah. um, really that that design restriction makes you much more creative sometimes in how you can then design a different script right or or create a different picture without totally. having a picture yeah totally and i think it and i also think in a world that is so oversaturated right and it's talked about all the time in terms of media and information and input yeah. um taking away something for the audience you know makes you attenuate and engage with the with the content i think at a much deeper level and and that's that's equally interesting, right? Because I think as a designer, you kind of go like, "What? How do you break through?" And it's not necessarily intuitive that you go, "Oh, the way you break through is you take stuff away." You know, you make make your stuff less, and that and that will break through more. But it, 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 it what you're talking about is really it, it, it's very much the case. Yeah, um, we've also found that it's almost like you know, podcast is almost like continuous field research, right? It's also a way to I mean, how often do you really have the opportunity to to have a conversation um, that's fairly unscripted, right? Um, um, and just have the time for each other to talk, right? Without yeah. there being like a direct motive on the table, right? I kind of compare it to one of the designs we did for the Federation of European Risk Management Associations, very long word, but they created an event in order 
for the risk managers and the insurers to get together without having the knife on the table. That's literally the promise of the event, right? Because normally they only get around the table when, you know, there's, there's a case at hand right. and, you know, the risk needs to be mitigated or managed or paid for. Mm-hmm. And now they created this white space in the middle to say, well, we need to bring these people together in a fun part of their day when there's no uh, crisis or no thing going on that pertains to the business, which actually is the enabler for more business yeah. post-event. And I think, yeah, what I what I um, what I enjoyed about our conversation is that you have you have um, a vocabulary, but also a language in how you speak about events, which uh, is completely up up our alley in the alley of our listeners. Uh, but it's also <laughs> very original, Bob. So I like um, I like the those nuggets of things that you know you were mentioning, like even on a bad day, where the where were the funnest part of their day usually, right? Or were the best part of their day. And I've never thought of it like that, but really that's something to really cherish. That, I, I mean, I, it is, right? Because it does put us in this very, this unique space. Because I think a lot of times event professionals, marketers in general, but I think event professionals especially, kind of self-deprecate, you know, they kind of like, oh, you know, we're just these lowly people, blah, blah, blah. And, and it's like, yeah, that's easy to do. And yeah, you know, yes, some business owners tend to, at least at first, not appreciate or not understand. And mostly it's not understand or experience what it is that we do and the complexity of it. Yeah. But I think like flipping it that way and and kind of going like, and bringing the fun, if you will, you know, I think it, it, it does two things. One is, is it, I think it helps, makes teams feel much better about what we do. And I think it, it just... But the reciprocal effect is, is that, you know, your business owner wants you around more and then you end up learning more and then you end up becoming more of a strategic partner. Like it's just a, it's a very virtuous cycle, right? Because then all of a sudden they're calling you going like, hey, we look at this speech I have to give. I know you're not working on this show right now, but, you know, and then that those kinds of things start happening, which are, that's when you really know you're starting to become a, you know, collaborative principle in the business that you're yeah. working. Yeah. And that's what you're looking for, right? To be there. The trusted advisor looking at eye level, not judging, but you know, um, allowing for the listening ear. Because one thing that we've noticed, and I'm sure many see this all the time, is that it's really lonely to be an event owner. It's really hard. (laughs) And if we if we want to make events better, I think we have a real responsibility to make owning events a better experience. Totally. Well, and also yeah, you're you're exactly right because like the person that is working at the company that is the event owner, right? Like first of all, like if it if it succeeds, then they've only done their job. If it fails, yeah. it's totally their fault. And you know, like yeah. and you know, <laughs> it's, a, it's a terrible situation <laughs> to be in. And and I think like I do I agree like it, that empathy, recognizing it, seeing it, and letting that person know that you see it has so much to do again with making people you know because a lot of our job is making people not sweaty you know not uncomfortable not like, yeah, yeah. taking the anxiety away yeah. and and so much of that is just about kind of sharing the life experience that all of us have had you know like yeah. the assurance of going like i've seen so much there's this is not an unusual thing even though it feels wildly unusual to you yeah. you know all of that it's just critical 
Yeah. yeah, one thing I've seen now recently, we were just in Singapore and in Kuching and in, in, in Malaysia. Um, where you go on the planet, um, people become more human about talking about their event ownership, you know, hardships or excitement or mm -hmm. you know, sweaty palms or, mm -hmm. you know, the, the, the people are, are okay yeah. to, to say, I've got this crazy idea and I think we should do this, but you know, we've yeah. never done this before yeah. <laughs> or I'm really scared to do it. You know, can you hold my hand or can yeah. we, is there a way in which we could do this together so that we, you know, and that really makes the human aspect or the humanistic aspect of behavior change so much more human than technical or cold. Right. And I think yeah. that's, um, yeah, that's probably a breakthrough. I agree. Hopefully that we can sustain. Yeah. No, I agree with that totally. And, and I think, and, and in some ways, what's so funny about it and somewhat ironic, right. Is that like, it's absolutely essential to kind of become vulnerable if you're going to actually change either individually or as a group, certainly. I mean, you've got to get people to a place where they feel like it's safe yeah. and, and without it, you know, you can, you bang your head against the wall constantly in terms yeah. of change management for sure. Yeah. And I think events are, are really good at opening up people to that place of vulnerability collectively, right? Yeah. But also yeah. it's a big responsibility to then uh, use that momentum in, in the right way. Cause it's, yeah. there's a lot of directions in which you can go and, and you have to not just predict, but also like gently nudge it into that direction. So it ends up in the place where you want it to be. Yeah. No, that's right. And I think you're touching on something that I think is, is really often overlooked, I think, um, in event creation, but in a lot of different things in marketing, but people mistake or think, confuse the fact that like collaboration isn't just about egalitarian. Everybody is, is not equal in a collaborative process, right? There's got to be leadership. There's got to be a point of view as you're talking about. And in the absence of that, it's not collaboration, it's chaos, right? You don't get anything done. And that, but that's a very subtle, it's, it's a remarkably subtle and complex point to make clear to people, because I think a lot of times, especially early in career people today in the kind of the current culture of commercial enterprise, I think people, people are very confused about that because I think they, they think it's about everybody has an equal voice and that's what, and that's what it is. And it's like, no, you, you earn your right to have a voice in a collaboration through the quality of the voice and the contribution you make, yeah. but the structure and the, the leadership still has to exist. And, yeah. and in the end, there has to be a final cut, right? Somebody has to be able to say editorially, that's good. And that's not, you know, yeah. and that's the but the, but the, uh, the guardrails, the guiding mental model or framework that you use to go through the process needs to be neutral, right? Or neutral. Correct. It needs to be constructively facilitated to create the right amount of progress. So people don't feel like they're, uh, like, like they're bouncing on the card for nothing, right? They right. need the right kind of allure to kind of go down that road with the speed that makes it exciting enough for that to stay on the card. Yeah. Precisely. Yeah. I love that. Well, Bob, so much um, um, has been said in the past hour and three minutes, actually. Um, <laughs> I, I overstepped my Swiss timing with three minutes. I thank you for indulging uh, all my questions and having this conversation. Absolute pleasure, Red. And I look forward to having it next year. Absolutely. We're going to put it in the agenda. Okay. And maybe in between, we might meet each other on the ski slopes in Fabier. Who knows? That will be a treat or somewhere else on the planet. Absolutely. Good luck with uh, Microsoft Builds, all the other events you're working on. 
Um, one last thing, if people would like to experience an event that you guys produce that might be available to them as a Microsoft user, which one would you recommend for them to go to today? I mean, if you're a, if you are a uh, if if you're a user of, of of kind of our technologies, I'd say Microsoft Ignite is the show for you. That'll happen in November next year, twenty three yeah. to twenty fifth of November. Um, if you're into development and you're kind of getting really passionate about technology and making technology, then Microsoft Build is the show for you. Awesome. Well, thanks so much for today, and um, look forward to speaking very soon again. Excellent. Thanks so much again. Thank you.